We have the latest news from practice, including line combinations and injury updates. Plus, Ross Johnston is no longer a New York Islander. And we look at Adam Pellick's role and projected season ahead. All that and more on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Sark tees it up, and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Barzell with the open net, and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian. And I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. And welcome, everybody, to the Wednesday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I want to thank everyone who makes Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Don't forget to subscribe on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts so you can get new episodes as soon as they drop. And you can now hear us also on SiriusXM on the SXM app. Just do a search for Locked On Islanders. Today's episode is brought to you by Sleeper. Download the Sleeper app and use promo code LOCKEDONNHL to get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. We have got a lot to discuss on today's show, but first, if there's something Islanders-related on your mind, if you have a question, a comment, maybe a topic you'd like us to discuss on a future episode, feel free to send us an email to LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com, and if you leave your first name and where you're from, we're happy to mention you on the show when we talk about whatever it is that's on your mind. You can also follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Isles, and you can follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at Ice Wars, NYR VSNYI. We'll keep you up to, date, up to date on all things Islanders throughout the regular season, and I am live tweeting during nearly every Islanders home and road game. So join me for that. Great to talk a little Isles hockey, game time or any time. Well, a lot happening over the last 24 hours. We did mention yesterday on the show that the Islanders had placed Ross Johnston on waivers today. Uh, Johnston, or on Tuesday, Johnston claimed by the Anaheim Ducks. So he is no longer an Islander. And, you know, that's the end of the road on the island, at least for now. For Ross Johnston, and look, I've been saying all along that the Islanders did not want to have Ross Johnston on their opening night lineup because it was easiest for them to get under the cap by eliminating his $1.1 million per year salary. And, you know, he was on the cap for the next three seasons, including this year, and wasn't playing a substantial role. And you go back and look at Ross Johnston. And I like Ross Johnston. He seems like a very good guy. 
he does a very he plays a very difficult role let's face it being a hockey enforcer is not easy and he does it without complaining he's a good teammate and you know obviously when you're not on the ice all the time and you want to be on the ice well that leaves things you know it's frustrating and the fact that he never complained was always ready to step in and always came to the defense of his teammates always appreciated but if you look Johnston had signed an extension he was going to get 1.1 million dollars a year uh, through the 25-26 season, and yet last year, even though he was healthy the whole year, only playing in 16 out of 82 games. The year before that, 32 games played. In fact, 32 games played is the most number of games played that Ross Johnston had in his Islanders and NHL career Thus far, he did it in 2019-2020, did it again in 2021-2022, but he's never been able to establish himself as an everyday player on this roster. Now, at 6'5", 234, he was a, a tough guy. He was never afraid to drop the gloves, and unfortunately, you know, the high salary and low uh, frequency that he was in the lineup made it easiest for the Islanders to try to move on from Ross Johnston, and now he is a member of the Anaheim Ducks. And when you think about Ross Johnston, uh, you know, it, it, it's one of those situations where the job of an NHL enforcer is being phased out. Fighting, while still a part of hockey, is not the same part of hockey that it was in the 70s, 80s, 90s, even into the early 2000s. You know, over the last decade plus, fighting is down. And while every NHL team still needs a player who is not afraid to drop the gloves and is willing to stand up for his teammates so that Stars like Matthew Barzal are not intimidated and hurt by opposing players. You need guys who can add more to the mix now than just dropping the gloves. And unfortunately, as I mentioned, Ross Johnston has never had more than three goals or seven points in any of his NHL season. So we wish Ross Johnston the best. And now, you know, a couple of questions. First of all, who's going to be the guy on this roster who will have to stand up for his teammates? That's question number one. And I'm not sure that there's, you know, that easy of an answer. I guess certainly Matt Martin uh, is more than capable of doing it. Cal Clutterbuck, not really a fighter, although he is uh, you know, willing to stand up for his teammates. I don't think too many people want to fight Cal Clutterbuck. But uh, Martin and Clutterbuck really are the two guys on this roster who probably will fill that role. Maybe Scott Mayfield to an extent. But all, all of those guys, especially Martin and Clutterbuck, uh, 
Martin's 34. Clutter is 35. They're slowing down a little bit, and it is entirely possible that, you know, I think some critics of Matt Martin have said he was a little reluctant last year to stick up for his teammates, and hopefully, you know, he understands now that without Ross Johnston, and again, Johnston only played 16 games last year, but without him even available when you go up against the Tom Wilsons of the world uh, when the Islanders play the Capitals, and, and again, different teams have different guys, but when you go up against teams that do like to play it physical or have guys who try to intimidate your star players, that's when it becomes important to understand that you need somebody to fill that role. So we'll see, uh, you know, who ends up doing that. And then the other question is that with the departure of Ross Johnston, there is one spot available on the Islanders' 23-man roster. Now, according to Cap Friendly, the Islanders have $1.388 million in cap space. $1 million. $388,375 of cap space. According to Cap Friendly, that's the exact number. You can call up uh, Simon Holmstrom, who was the last guy sent down to Bridgeport. He only has an $863,000 and change cap hit. Uh, And then, you know, it also does open a door possibly for several other players, uh, but I don't think we're going to see, uh, you know, Matthew Maggio or William Dufour or Ruslan Ishkakov or Arno Durando. I think it's going to be Holmstrom, even though I think one of those other guys may be able to contribute more to the Islanders right now, potentially, than Simon Holmstrom, but we'll see how they play it. So again, Follow me on Twitter. We'll update everybody as to what move the Islanders ultimately make. But as of this recording time, the Islanders have one roster spot available and a little over um, one point, almost $1.4 million in cap space. So keep an eye on that, and it'll be interesting to see who, if anybody, claims that spot. We have got a lot more to talk about on today's show. We're going to take you into Tuesday's practice, what the line combinations were, including a new player on the top line. And uh, we also have power play combos and an in, a, a player returning to practice. So we've got all that and more on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Sleeper. The NHL season is finally here. And uh, will the Islanders have the season we've been yearning for? I absolutely love the NHL, and I know you do too. And that's why I want to tell you about the Sleeper app. The Sleeper app is the official daily fantasy app of the Locked On NHL Network. And it's my go-to for daily fantasy sports and especially daily fantasy hockey. With Sleeper, you can win up to 100 times your cash on daily fantasy. I mean, look, the NHL has never been more exciting than it is now. You've got studs like Connor McDavid, Alex Ovechkin, Sidney Crosby, Kel McCarr, 
You, you want to talk about the Islanders with Matthew Barzal or Ilya Sorokin. Well, just pick more or less on stats for these stars on different categories like goals, assists, saves, plus, minus, and more. You heard me, Islander fans. 100 times payouts on Sleeper. So start paying attention and get your picks right, and you could win big. Use promo code LOCKEDONNHL, and you'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's Locked On NHL. One word. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Today's episode is also brought to you by BetterHelp. Do you ever feel like your brain is getting in your own way? I mean, like sometimes you, you, you just can't fall asleep because your mind is racing and it's keeping you awake. You know what you should do and what's good for you, maybe, but you just can't do it. Well, therapy helps you figure out what's been holding you back so you can work for yourself instead of against yourself. I know I have been through some tough times in my life, and therapy has, at different times, helped me, helped me to improve my relationships and just not get in my own way. Well, if you're thinking of starting therapy Give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, and it's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time at no additional charge. So make your brain your friend with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LockedOnNHL to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash locked on NHL. So the New York Islanders now are in practice, no longer training camp. We're in practice getting ready for the new season. And, you know, the good news, well, let's start with this. Uh, Cal Clutterbuck, who had missed practice due to an illness uh, on Monday, back on the ice on Tuesday with the team, and that is a good thing. Now, you know, every day, as you know, on yesterday's show, we were talking about who's going to be on that top line with Bo Horvat and Matthew Barzal. Well, at practice on Tuesday, we had a newcomer, and it is one of the people that we did discuss as a possibility. Here were the line combinations. Now, remember, Ross Johnston was not at practice. He had been waived and now has since been claimed by the Anaheim Ducks. But the lines were fourth line, identity line, Sezekis, Martin, and Clutterbuck with Clutter back after the illness. Third line, J.G. Pajot, Anders Lee, Hudson, Fashing. Second line, Brock Nelson, Pierre Engvall, Kyle Palmieri. That line was the Islanders' Best line down the stretch, and I think Lane Lambert really wants to keep it together. Top line, Bo Horvat centering Julian Gauthier and Matthew Barzal. The extra forward, Oliver Wallstrom, who it still, again, looks like he needs to <coughs> have a little more time before he's ready to really play up to his potential 
as far as just getting back to full strength after the season-ending injury he suffered last December. The defensive pairs, Adam Pellick and Noah Dobson, Alexander Romanov, Ryan Polak, Sebastian Ajo, and Scott Mayfield, Samuel Bolduc is the seventh defenseman. So, basically, Julian Gauthier getting a shot. Now, if they call Simon Holmstrom, for example, up from Bridgeport, or if they somehow surprise everybody, and I'm not holding my breath on this one, but if they end up calling up one of the younger prospects from Bridgeport to fill in on that uh, <coughs> that open roster spot, maybe you see one of them, but right now it's Julian Gauthier, who certainly adds speed, and, you know, his issue in the past has been consistently scoring, but he's got speed and skill. It's just a question of getting the consistency going. Here's what he had to say. He spoke to the Hockey News, Gauthier. I don't have to concentrate on deking a lot of guys or making all the really hard plays. I just get the puck in the zone, forecheck hard, hit, and just go to the net and get some shots. Bo Horvat had this to say. <clears throat> excuse me, about Julian Gauthier. He's stupid fast. I mean, he's so explosive. He just gallops down the ice. So it's nice to have that speed on your wing to push defenders back. So he's a good player. Meanwhile, while those have been the line combinations in practice on Tuesday, here are the power play combinations. Power play unit number one. You have... Palmieri, Horvat, Barzal, Nelson, and Dobson in the top line. And then the second unit, Lee, Pajot, Polak, Engvall, Aho. So you do have two <clears throat> defensemen on the second power play unit, only one on the top unit. But the thing I like about this, and again, we do need to see some more... Uh, some more puck movement and creativity and quick passes from the power plays. But if you notice that both the regular line combinations and the power play combinations, Anders Lee, Bo Horvat, not on the same line. And again, I just think overall that is a wise move by Lane Lambert and it just makes a lot more sense to have it that way because of the styles between those two guys that are just a little too similar. They don't complement each other and bring out the best in each other as a result. So good to see that right now you have Lee and Horvat on separate power play units and on separate lines. Will it stay that way? Probably not. And Islander fans, you know, Lane Lambert likes to mix up his line combinations, not just game by game, but period by period or even shift by shift, especially when the offense is struggling. You know, one other thing the Islanders might do, and I hope they don't do this, but they may not fill that extra roster spot until it's necessary to do so to save themselves maybe a little bit of cap space. So, you know, that remains another option if they don't want to call somebody up right away 
from Bridgeport. I'm hoping that they do call up somebody. But again, when you're talking about a prospect, when you're talking about a younger player, and I include Simon Holmstrom in that list, they are probably better off if you really think they have a solid NHL future to stay down in Bridgeport and play every day and just be in the lineup and get major minutes rather than have their productivity and their development hindered by being the 13th or 14th forward on the roster and, you know, seeing the ice once every seven or eight games when somebody gets hurt or somebody is slumping or has a, needs a personal day or what have you. So it'll be interesting to see how it all plays out, but those are some of the options that the Islanders have as of right now. All right, we have got more to get to on today's show. We have our Islanders birthday of the day coming up. Uh, A forward who was with the Islanders in the late 80s and very early 90s and then went on to play for the Sabres, Maple Leafs, and Stars. So let's see if you can guess who that is. Plus, Adam Pellick. What is his role going to be this season? What does he need to do to have a successful season? We've got all that and more on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. Everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected. That's why Jace Medical offers the Jace Case. The Jace Case provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use and gives you a peace of mind so that you're not just hoping you have access to medication in an emergency. Jace Medical makes sure you have the medication in hand. Jace Medical is simple. They handle everything from the online evaluation to licensed pharmacy medication delivery and ongoing consultation and care. So don't get caught unprepared. Get $20 off of these life-saving antibiotics today from Jace Medical by using my code LOCKEDON at checkout on jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. So we continue our player-by-player look at the Islanders this season. And uh, every day, as you know, that yesterday we were talking about Matt Martin. Monday, we were looking at Brock Nelson. Today, Adam Pellick, the big six foot three, 210-pound defenseman. Uh, last year, his injury really hurt this team. He only played in 61 games, still had a career high, six goals, had 21 points, was a plus 15 and only had 36 penalty minutes. And I guess the thing first, when you look at Pellick is you want the guy to stay healthy and be available for 75 plus games this year. The Islanders, you know, he didn't just, he missed 21 games due to injury, but then it took him time after he returned to the lineup to get back up to speed and get his timing back down. That really did hurt the Islanders during their slump in February and into early March. So getting Pellick healthy on an everyday basis, definitely a big and important thing for the New York Islanders, and hopefully they will be able to do that. Again, he and Noah Dobson were the top defense pairing on uh, 
in practice on Tuesday. But here's the thing, you know, Adam Pellick, what he'll do for you. First of all, he is uh, a left shot defenseman. He is going to be your, you know, defense first guy. He's only 29 years old, just turned 29 uh, in August, so not that long ago. Still in his prime, and he is one of your two top shutdown defensemen, and you still have that option. For example, late in a game, yeah, he was paired with Noah Dobson, and he's your most responsible defensive defenseman. So pairing him with Dobson makes sense, and hopefully Pella can cover up for some of Dobber's mistakes and maybe even help him reduce some of those mistakes. But the other thing is that if you're protecting a late one-goal lead, you can reunite Adam Pellick and Ryan Polak and have your ultimate shutdown duo play those last two minutes, minute and a half, to try to keep the opposing team off the board or help kill penalties. These are all roles that you want from uh, Adam Pellick. Hopefully, he'll get you five or six goals and maybe 25 points to, I mean, 28 is his career high. I'd love to see him hit 30, but let's face it, the plus minus and the ability to shut down opponents is more important to Adam Pellick than it is for him to, to compile a whole lot of points for this team. His cap hit $5.75 million a year. And again, Pellick, you know, signed for many, many years to come, has that no trade clause, uh, isn't going anywhere. But the no trade clause, by the way, uh, kicks in July 1st of 2025. But Pellick, expect him to be a major part of this team this season and probably for the next few seasons. He is one of those guys who is a big, uh, a, a core member of this Islanders team right now. Time now for our Islanders birthday of the day. And again, we're a day early, but Thursday is going to be the 60th birthday of former Islanders winger Randy Wood, a native of Princeton, New Jersey, six foot, 195 pounds, a Yaley. Went to Yale, played hockey there for three years and had back-to-back 25 goal uh, seasons. And that's amazing when you consider they played 32 games and 31 games, or he played in that many games. Joined the Islanders in 86-87, scored his first NHL goal in one of the six games he played that year, and stayed with the Islanders through the early part of the 91-92 season when he was dealt to Buffalo in the Pat LaFontaine trade, stayed with the Sabres through 93-94, then played for the Maple Leafs and the Stars before rejoining the Islanders in 1996-97, played in 741 NHL games, had 175 goals, 334 points, and 603 penalty minutes, had back-to-back 24 goal seasons for the Islanders in 89-90 and 90-91. 23 of his playoff games in his career out of 51 came with the Islanders. He scored three goals and four assists during those games and had 24 penalty minutes. His best game as an Islander, well, one of them, January 19th, 1990, a road game in Winnipeg. 
And basically, the Islanders taking on the Jets, the Winnipeg Jets going with Bob Asenza in goal, Glenn Healy, the netminder for the Islanders, and for Randy Wood, his only career NHL hat trick. Three goals on five shots, all three goals coming on the power play. And he had one in the first period, two in the second period. Islanders go on to beat the Winnipeg Jets by a score of 6-4. to four. And uh, Brian Trottier gets the empty netter to clinch the win. Three assists for a couple of defensemen in this game, Doug Crossman and Jeff Norton. But the hat trick for Randy Wood, his first and only career hat trick, Randy Wood is our Islanders' birthday of the day. I want to thank everyone for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Tomorrow on the show, we will once again have the latest uh, on Islanders practice and any roster moves that were made, and we will focus on Matthew Barzal. What will it take for him to have a successful season, and what will his role be on the Islanders? Make sure you join us for that. Until then, have a great day, everybody. Stay safe, and of course, let's go Islanders.